If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. going on welcome to episode 100 of the nintendo powercast i'm your host n64 josh and my player two in this one is none other than stealth what's up man hey what's up buddy dude i'm so i'm so stoked i'm so glad you're here Guys, that music you just heard is from On Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. If you want to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. There, pick up something awesome like Console Wars. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. You want to get yourself, uh, save yourself $60 right now off of a sweet gaming chair? Go to opc.com. Everything's $50 off, and my coupon code gives you another 10. That's N64Josh. That's the code, opc.com. Check it out. Hey, let's get to the announcements. Hey, listen. All right, we do this show live, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Tuesdays and Thursdays, twitch.tv slash n64josh. It's also on YouTube if you want to watch it, and then you can listen to it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. It just got on there, so it's everywhere, guys. I'm working on a book called Another Castle, coming soon. I'm giving away a $20 Amazon card. Go to my Twitter profile. You'll see it pinned right there. I have another podcast, Smash Bros. Cast. You can find that on iTunes and Google Play. We have a new show we're doing on, on Mondays called Gamers in Carts Getting Interviewed. And uh, it's a good time. We do that at 6 o'clock on my Twitch. Come hang out. Saturday Morning Splatoons is going strong. And First Look Fridays is happening this week. We've got uh, West of Loathing, One Strike, and then we're going to be looking at Sushi Striker a little later in the day. And that's at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash N64Josh. All right. Well, my guest, Stealth. I'm so glad you're here, man. This is going to be a blast. What, have you been playing anything fun this week? Well, um, I've actually been going through my second playthrough of Breath of the Wild. Oh. I, I, didn't pl- I, I played that game night and day when it launched. Then I didn't touch it for a year. And now I'm finally back doing the, the full 100% run DLC um, Master Quest. It's going to be, and basically I've been playing that nonstop every free chance I get. Korok Seeds, too? I'm trying. <laughs> you're, you're a machine. You are a machine. <laughs> That is, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, how do you like it going back in the second time? Um, the same frustrations I have are still there, but it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. I feel like the the rain still drives me crazy climbing in the rain. I swear that's the bane of my existence. Yes, I dude. As soon as you said that, I'm like, Oh yeah, the rain. I had forgotten. 
<laughs> I had forgotten. If I'm climbing the side of a mountain and it's and, and it starts raining, I just put the controller down and I do something else for like ten minutes. <laughs> it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Just set up a little fire, you know, maybe cook something. You'll be you'll be good. You'll be good. Well, that's awesome, man. So we, uh, you know, we want to get to know, get to know you. Like what, what's your history with Nintendo? What, where did it all start? Um, it all started probably, I don't know the exact date, but it was in between Mario two and Mario three. My dad had brought home an NES and, you know, I was in that like young, young childhood phase where it's like, you're, you're, your brain is kind of fun, you know, functioning. So you kind of remember what's going on, (laughs) but you know, like uh, that was my, like the the NES was my very first experience. But when I really started gaming was the SNES and I I got that at launch, you know, came packed in with super Mario world. And I I never looked back from being an Nintendo, from being a Nintendo gamer. Dude, those were such, such good times back then. What, what, so the Super Nintendo is kind of what really kicked it off for you. Then what were some of the like, like just the games that are the most memorable to you? Mega Man X was a big one. Yes. Mega Man X was a really big one because I played so much Mega Man like two through six on the any uh, on the original NES that it was just crazy. Um, Donkey Kong Country was a big one that, you know, I have fond memories of Mario Paint Mario Kart, Chrono Trigger, of course, Final Fantasy VI. There's just a, just a, a lot of crazy games. And uh, although my best memory is probably getting Link to the Past on on the day it launched. And I I swear I I did not see the light of day for a very long time after that. Dude, I love. I mean, that was the first. I played the first Zelda, but I wasn't. A, it was like my mom was like, "I hate, I, I hated the first Zelda. I hated the second Zelda. I, I did, I really didn't like them. I, I wasn't allowed to touch them. If there was magic in games, I wasn't allowed to play. Like, it's a good thing my mom never read the instruction manual for Super Mario Brothers because they mentioned black magic, which was the worst magic of all in the eighties. So you know, yeah. Oh, my mother <laughs> bought me like Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat two back then. Parents. Didn't care. <laughs> uh, I, I I wish our parents could have talked a little because I think I was like, ask my mom, like, mom, my friends are watching He-Man and they're not casting any spells. So it's obviously not that bad. <laughs> but no, she wouldn't. She wouldn't have it. So, yeah, I mean, as long as I wasn't getting into any real trouble, like I could I could I basically was able to convince my parents to get me any game I wanted. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But yeah, Link to the Past, that was the first Zelda game I really lost myself in. And I mean, it, it, like you said, like it was, there were late nights, you know, it was like, I'd have to get up super early because I was only allowed to play a certain amount of time. Like any, any particular moments about that game that just, that just stand out? Um, probably once you beat um you know the first three set of temples um you get the master sword and then you know you play the boss and i mean at that point like i mean even that early in in the snes's life like action adventure games weren't that long so like you know it was pretty logical and and there was no internet back then and you know and it, it basically all we had was Nintendo power. And, you know, um, so when you get so when you beat the three temples and you get the master sword and then you get to the boss, you're like, OK, so it's a pretty logical place for this game to end. 
Um, and then you beat him, and then it's like, whoosh, you got a whole new world, three times as many dungeons as you originally thought were in this game, because that's all people thought were in the game was the light world. That's, that's all we thought. Mm. That was a pretty crazy moment. And then you're just like on the temple, and the crazy music is playing, the golden tower, and then, yeah, the, the, just the music is playing, and then it's like you have a whole new game. And didn't I'm trying to remember, weren't didn't you get turned into like a rabbit? Isn't that what you ended up being turned um, into or some little creature? Turned, yeah, you get turned into like a pink rabbit um before you get to the third temple. Um when you don't have I, I oh man, I, I I forget now. I think it's like the Pearl of Hera or something. And like once you get that, that's like the dungeon item, and then you don't turn into that pink bunny anymore. <laughs> All I remember is being stuck as that bunny forever <laughs> like i was stuck as that bunny for the oh, longest time what used to kill me was getting the uh flippers in the zora waterfall and just getting like pinged to death by those little fireballs that the zora spit <laughs> oh man good good times for sure so what any other any other notable super nintendo games chrono trigger for sure oh, even never, though and, and that was and that Sorry. was later in the life of the SNES. And like, it, and honestly, it's, it's, it's revered now. Wasn't that hyped when it was first coming out. Um, because, you know, again, like what, what was being touted is, you know, like the, the character designer of Dragon Ball was working on it. But, you know, at that time, Dragon Ball wasn't even in the U.S. yet. So no one knew what Dragon Ball was. Um, you know, it had, you know, the story of the Dragon Quest team, but again, no Dragon Quest game had ever been localized. So like, you know, it had a dream team, but like that didn't mean anything to people in the United States. So like, so I, I got it because I, I, I'm wondering if I, if I saw preview in Nintendo power, I might have, um, and I thought it was all, and I thought it looked awesome. So I got it and I was, and you know, you play Chrono Trigger and you know, the amount of just like new things that it did, it just it blew people away. I, I've never played it, dude. I've I've never played it. I've uh, ne- I'm getting off this podcast. <laughs> I, I, I honestly can't talk to anyone who's never played that game. No, everyone in chat is harassing me, saying I need to play Chrono Trigger. They're harassing me because I don't own, own a physical copy of Mario 64. I never have. They're all harassing me, dude. Please don't go. Please don't go. Uh-huh. So was Chrono Trigger the game that got you into RPGs? Because I know you have a love for RPGs. I do. No, the game that really got me into RPGs was the original Dragon Quest on the NES. Okay. The, uh, that game. Oh my God. That was so good at, at the time. Like every synapse in my brain went off when I played that game. Like, because at that point, you know, all I had ever played was platform, you know, like, like one day platformers where you can beat them in a day. And, you know, the, the very, the, the occasional puzzle game, you know, I hadn't really played, you know, a game that lasted, you know, God forbid, you know, 10 hours. That that was unheard of for me at, at the time. And that was the first RPG. I think a lot of people played, but that one, you know, it just kind of started this love affair with, with uh, our, with our RPGs for me. So I played that back in the day when I was a kid, but I was like, 
this is super boring. Why do I have to read? I'm out. And I totally, I, I, I was like, give me Ninja Turtles any day, you know, like, <laughs> Oh, I played that game too, but you know, you, 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 your palate was uh, far more refined at a much younger age. <laughs> Somehow, I have no idea how it happened. I think I was just too ADD. I'm like, even now when I start like the chat's messing with me now, Kirby's saying he still doesn't like to read. Like when there's long, if there's like, what game do we play? It was that uh, Attack on Titan. I'm like, there's so much reading. I'm so bored with this. Like, that's why do you think Audible is a sponsor? I need I need games to just read all of the dialogue to me. That's a good question that someone asked. You're writing a book, but you don't like to read. (laughs) I know, I know it at, at, as I've, as I've gotten older, I would love to read. I don't, uh, I feel like I don't have the time now. That's why that's the, yeah. the you know, audible is more efficient for that. But when I was a kid, I hated it. I absolutely Being an adult it. means you don't have time for anything. Yeah. He's, he's writing a future audiobook. You're not wrong. It will be an audiobook. So, but okay, well let's fast forward then to the 64. Cause you know, I'm kind of a fan of the 64. Did you stick with Nintendo through all the systems? Just about, yeah. I I, I did not get the Virtual Boy when it, during during its original um, run. I ended up getting it later, but yeah, every, everything other than that, yes. So, what was your favorite 64 game? Um, 64 game. Oh, there was a bunch that I really loved. Oh yeah. Paper Mario, that that was very special for me. That was a great game. Um, Ogre Battle 64, that was another good game. You know, both Zeldas, though, those were really good. Um, what else was there that I played a ton of? Uh, I played so much Smash Brothers, the original. <laughs> Just, where did you have a sibling to play with or friends? No, I, I honestly, I like. I wanted to play with nobody. Really? Yeah, nobody. Interesting. Interesting. I was just like, you're slowing me down. Get the hell out of here. What about like shooters and stuff, like Turok or GoldenEye, Perfect Dark? Um, I, I, I did play a lot of GoldenEye. Um, didn't play any. Didn't play any of the others. But I was like that weird kid who like only played GoldenEye for like the single player. I got you. I got you. Hey, I mean, you you know, you do. It's fun, right? Yeah. I'm assuming Mario Kart on all those those games as well. Correct. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd love Mario Kart 64. That was another good game. Yeah, for sure. For sure. How about Mario Party? Did you uh, did you wear a hole into your hand and have to get the glove back in the day? <laughs> um. What was the game that I got a blister from? It was it was probably it was probably Mario Party. Um, I think it was probably Mario Party Two. Whatever Mario Party came out around the time of Paper Mario, it might have been two or three. But like playing those two games, yeah, I got a big blister on my thumb. This is actually the only time that ever happened. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I do want to surprise everybody and say I did play Ogre Battle on the Super Nintendo. So there, everybody's shocked wow. right now. I, I'm, I'm pretty shocked at that, actually. Yeah, I did. I loved it. I had a see. I had a friend who introduced me to some some strange games that I ended up starting to like. He kind of eased me in Romance of the Three Kingdoms, Ogre Battle and a game called Utopia. And those were the those were like. 
this is not Street Fighter or Mario. What are you? What is this? This is super boring. And he's like, will you just play it and shut up? Like, take five seconds to enjoy something and you might like it. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, and he was, he was right. I, I like those. Uh, I like those games quite a bit. So, so then GameCube. What'd you love? Melee. I played so much Smash Brothers. I, that that was probably the only fighting game like at that time where I put easily a hundred hours into it. Um, I, I love Luigi's Mansion. Um, I played it. I played NFL Blitz a lot, which might be surprising. I, I played a lot of that. Um, I'm trying to go back into my memory because like the GameCube wasn't like the happiest time I ever had mm. playing playing a Nintendo system. Uh Super Mario Sunshine was interesting because at like I I never actually finished it at the time. Same. I I just I just found it way too annoying. Um what else? I never played the Metroid Prime games. Oh. I ne- I never played those. Um I played a lot of Fantasy Star online, okay. which might be surprising. But yeah, Melee is like the one game that my life revolved around for a very long time. What about Animal Crossing? You know, that's actually another game I played too. And I thought it was so awesome that you can like play like NES games. Yes. Did you get all of them? I didn't get all of them, but I got a decent amount, but I didn't get all of them. That was one of the coolest. I, t- I fired that up. Like, I, I got know. the ones I wanted, though. The one I really wanted was Donkey Kong. Oh, nice. And that took forever to get. Yeah, I don't even remember how to get a lot of them, but I just know, like, not too long ago, I fired it up. And Honestly, a lot of my- I, I, I think when you bought the the game with the special save, like, it, it came with a few. Mm. That's what I'm remembering. I see. But then you just, like, dug some up randomly. Yeah, I think there were some tied to, like, Game Boy Island and stuff like that, if I remember correctly, but it's it's been so long. I, I just know, firing it up recently, the animals... We're like, have you been in jail? Is that why you've been gone so long? <laughs> yeah, I always felt so bad because it's like the villager would leave and you'd never see them again. <laughs> so I go down to my basement and I forget that I have this NES collection. There's like 15 Nintendo games down there. I was like, this is awesome. So it's some kind of some obscure titles too, like Donkey Kong uh, math or whatever, you know? So yeah, Donkey Kong math. That was something else. <laughs> Did uh, did you continue playing Blitz on the GameCube, or did, was that strictly the 64? That was the GameCube. Oh, that was the GameCube. Okay. Yeah. Nice. 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 So, why was the GameCube a sad time for you? It wasn't sad. It was just, I, I, I don't remember buying a lot of games for the GameCube at, at launch. You know, um, during its life, I bought a lot of games for it afterwards. Um, I, I played very few games. I was actually playing a lot more on the Game Boy Advance. Like, uh, around that time, I almost became, like, a fanatical Nintendo handheld gamer. Okay. I, I mean, I totally could see that. That game, that system was awesome at that time. Yeah. Well, I, I, I basically shifted, like, from Nintendo consoles to Nintendo handhelds. Well, let's talk about that, then. What were some of your favorites on, uh, on, on that system? Uh, for the Game Boy Advance, we had Golden Sun, which was the first time where I really felt like a handheld RPG could be just as good as anything on a console. And I still feel that way about Golden Sun, Golden Sun 2. The Advance Wars games blew my mind. 
I played so much Advanced Wars. That's when I really started to fall in love with intelligent systems. Um, the Fire Emblem games were amazing. All the, you remember the Mario Advance games, like all four of them? Oh yeah, that they put on the system. Those were great. The Final Fantasy Advance games, though, those were amazing. There were there were just a lot, and you know it's hard to believe, but like the Game Boy Advance only lasted for four years until yeah. they replaced it, and it had so many games. Yeah, it's crazy. I just got the e-reader for that last year at a garage sale, so I was been looking for some of those old uh, Mario old cards. E-reader. I actually have the e-reader too, just for you know Super Mario Three and all the levels they put into that. Yeah, which I ended up purchasing that game on the Wii U just for those levels because I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> it was super cool. Was yeah, super cool. When you said Golden Sun I th- and you said it was the first time, I thought you were going to say went outside because <laughs> didn't that game have that like the is that the game that you could like do stuff? No. With the, oh, it no. wasn't that one. <laughs> no, that's That's called Boktai. Uh, the sun is in your hands. OK, that, 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 that was actually a Konami game. I see. Um <laughs> you know you might want to edit that one out no it's fine they know i'd screw up all the time it's good somebody's gonna tweet at me it's fine it's all good <laughs> so so game boy advance you know what i played the most on it are you ready for this sonic the hedgehog and street fighter 2 those were the games i played the most on game boy advance Wow. You know, the <laughs> Sonic Advance games were actually pretty good. So, uh, you know, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Those, those games were awesome. My buddy and I would just do time trials. We would do we would try to set the fastest time for a level and then we just pass it back and forth. We were at, we, at the, the job Street Fighter 2 for it was actually not bad. You know, all things considering, I think that was like Crayfish was the developer. I, I don't think they're still around, but they actually did like two really great fighting game ports on, on the Game Boy Advance. They did two and then they did alpha three which was really good i think i just had the i just had the one but i mean i remember playing mortal Kombat on the original game boy like oh that was (laughs) like the one of the worst reviewed games i think ever i was so hungry to play mortal Kombat, i didn't even care i'm like this is awesome (laughs) that game got zeros and point fives it was just really ugly it was atrocious for sure And it was like missing Johnny Cage. It was like missing fighters. (laughs) Right. Right. So how about the Wii? The Wii might actually be my favorite Nintendo console. It's super underrated. It had so so many good first party Nintendo games. I mean, the list was endless. You had like both Mario Galaxy games. You had multiple Zelda games. You had Punch-Out!, you know, you had you had Brawl, you had just a ton of really, really good stuff. And that, that was actually the first system where I, I where I even bothered to play a Resident Evil game. I, I played Resident Evil four for the first time on that system, um, which was just a fantastic experience. But, yeah, like I really, really love the way and I, st- I still play it from time to time. I'm going to I'm going to back up just a second. What did you think of Wind Waker on the GameCube? Um, I actually loved the graphical style, which a lot of people had problems with back in the day. The dungeons, I thought, were atrocious. And, you know, I've tweeted that in the past, gotten a lot of hate for that. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think the dungeons are particularly great. And then what about uh, I see people are saying they love Skyward Sword. Fight me. What do you think of Skyward Sword? Um, Skyward Sword was actually pretty fun. 
Um, I actually liked it better than Wind Waker, honestly, if, if we're doing the comparison. Um, good game. I'm hoping that they actually bring that to Switch. That'd be all right. That would be all right. Is there any, is there any like obscure titles on the Wii or things that, that maybe a lot of people didn't play that you, that you just thought were awesome? I don't think enough people played Xenoblade on the Wii. I really don't. It was, um, it was tough to get. It, yeah, it was really tough to get. There was limited physical release. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of the best games actually got pretty fair shake. Uh, you know, there was Zack and Wiki. That was the Capcom, you know, point and click game. Um, that, that, that I don't think got as many sales as it, as it probably should have. Um, that, that, that was very excellent. But yeah, I mean, I think everything, everything super good got a pretty fair shake. Did you play many Wii wear titles? No, uh, there was, there was an indie game. Um, it was it was very early on that had that you know it had a win mechanic. I, I maybe I think it was called Lost Wins. I, I kind of forget the name, okay. but um that and that but that was like the only WiiWare game I bought. Um, I, I you know I might have actually bought that Strong Bad like adventure game like part one of that. <laughs> yeah, I think I bought that too, and I'm and I'm and I'm really ashamed to admit that. But most of my time was spent buying like virtual console games. Did you ever get to see Defend Your Castle on the Wii from the no. WiiWare? No. You you had to defend a castle from from stickmen while using a bread clip, and you would just pick them up and throw them in the air, and then they would hit the ground and splatter. And that was the entire game. That and, makes sense. And as you would do that, your castle could get like bows and arrows and things like that to slowly defend itself. So, you know, if you missed it, uh, I can, I'll get a YouTube video for you. It's, it's definitely, I'll have to check that out. (laughs) I'm totally lying. Totally lying. Okay. The Wii U. The Wii U. I, again, like, you know, it wasn't the greatest system for third parties, obviously, but it had so many good Nintendo first party games that people are finally experiencing on the switch, but I bought them all on Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't buy any third party games on Wii U, um, which might be the, the case with a lot of people, but um, I bought every first party game for sure. I bought literally everything that came to that system. Uh, I mean, but Amiibo Festival was the number one game, right? E- <laughs> I mean, it's certainly the best Animal Crossing. <laughs> of all of them? Out of all of them, please. I hope there's a sequel. Whoa. And there goes the viewer count. <laughs> Your poor Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> oh, boy. As long as Roger's base doesn't, doesn't hear that. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, dude. So what were some of your favorites from that, uh, from the Wii U? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? What were some of your favorites from uh, from Wii U? Favorites from the Wii U. Um, well, of course, Smash Brothers is my favorite game on the Wii U. It's It has the best roster of any fighting game ever. Um, I had a really fun time with Mario 3D World. That was great. Um, what else did I really enjoy? I really enjoyed Hyrule Warriors. That was amazing. Um, Xenoblade X, of course, which... I'm like leading the charge to have that ported to Switch. Um, <laughs> you have a petition going already? 
Yeah, it's signed of just by me. <laughs> Change.org. Okay. Well, I'll put it in the show notes so that people can sign it. We'll get that. We'll get that rocking and rolling for you. <laughs> okay. So the switch. It launched. The switch. It launched. Have you just been in love? I knew that system would be successful from the beginning. I got so much hate for it. I said very shortly after launch, the Switch was going to be number one in Japan. Nobody believed me. And basically since since launch, it's been number one in Japan. Hasn't, hasn't not been. Very successful system. Could quite possibly go down as my favorite Nintendo console. Um, if it if it keeps up at, at, at the rate that it's getting all these Japanese games, it's 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 very very likely. It's crazy, man. It's it's crazy. Like I'm 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 in the same boat with you. I'm going. This may become my favorite, my favorite Nintendo system. Like, how are they gonna you know how are they gonna top this? I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They always do. What what is your uh, so what's your 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 favorite Switch game? At the moment. My favorite Switch game. What do you think it is? <laughs> well, I'm just going to say, don't forget me. Yeah. Gotta be. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Of course, it's yeah. Xenoblade 2. Yeah. It's I, 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 you know, you hear those stories about, I don't know. I'm hoping this isn't like racist or anything, but you know, you hear these stories about, you know, these Korean gamers who, um, you know, they, they become shut-ins and, and they play these, you know, MMOs mm-hmm. for like days straight, no sleep. And, you know, their, their family calls the cops, you know, just to make sure they're still alive. Yeah. Um, th- that, that, that was me with Xenoblade 2. I played that game when I had the time. I played it night and day. I would play it for like one, one, one play session. I played it for 20 hours. If I remember correctly, from- and, and if you don't know, playing a game for twenty hours is a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Were, were you like in a like in a dark room, or did you notice that like the sun had gone down and started to come back up? I know, I know the cliche would be I'd be I was in my parents' basement, but that wasn't the case. Okay, <laughs> I was in my own basement. That's good. That's good. And didn't if I remember correctly, didn't you? Didn't you have like due to your schedule or something like you couldn't like really dive into the game until like a week after its launch or something? Well, what happened is I accidentally chose regular shipping on Amazon. Oh, no. Instead of like day of shipping. No. So, yeah, I had to wait a week, which was rough. Oh, my gosh. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. So <clears throat> are you ready for this? I don't know. Am I? Pokemon Yellow is the only RPG I completed. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was the second one. That's quite a long gap. <laughs> I mean, the graphics are almost the same, but... Oh, oh, that's what really pulled me in. I mean, they were so similar, I couldn't believe it. Like, Pikachu and Pyra, they were just, like, almost... That's, like, a really interesting, like, re-jumping in point to JRPGs. <laughs> it's to go into, like, the most hardcore one. With like the most content, you know, what made it so fun was streaming it like because I I would literally have no clue. I didn't even know how to make orbs up until the uh, fight with the wall where you have to fight the wall. You know what I'm talking about? 
I probably do. It's been a long time since, uh, since I've, you know, it's played it's, it. It's yeah. You basically fight. It's this machine. I think that was walking around and you just have to fight this one area that just looks like a big wall. And I did not even like chapter four ish. I didn't even know how to, to, to create orbs. I had no clue. No clue. Yeah. The battle system is pretty complex. Now, now that I know, like once I learned that it like, cause I was starting to burn out. I'm like, cause I would like, okay, I can't beat this wall. So I would go and grab, like, I'm, I was, I was probably like five to 10 levels higher than I needed to be. And I still couldn't beat this stuff. And I'm like, the, the first time I had problems in that game was the final boss. Mm. It's like, and then I started like cursing at myself. It's like, this is where you're getting stuck. The last <laughs> boss. That's uh yeah, I I think I had I spent so much time grinding that that was I he was he was no problem. I think I had to play him twice as all, but uh um but yeah, so such a great such a great game. Like even now as soon as they launch something, I always fire it up and I'm like, "Oh, I need to play this more." And then I get too busy doing other stuff. Yeah, but. I mean, the amount of like free DLC and paid DLC they've added just took the game to another level. Yeah, it's 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 pretty awesome. So, well, awesome, man. Let's uh, we're going to jump into our news. Let's do it. All right. Well, Paladins was announced today will be available June 12th for thirty dollars. You got to buy the founders pack. Otherwise, if you want to wait, it will be free to play later this year. And for anybody that doesn't know, Paladins is uh is a lot like Overwatch. It's a hero shooter, first person. They have added a battle royale mode, of course, because who's not going to add that now? And uh, before too long, we're going to see one in Splatoon. Just wait. And uh, so what do you think of Paladins coming to the Switch? No interest whatsoever at all. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, honestly. <laughs> well, it's running at 60 frames a second. Uh, handheld so it's it's fairly fairly impressive we'll, well see that's good i mean if it was running at 59 frames per second i wouldn't i wouldn't care <laughs> moving right along uh nintendo's presentation this coming tuesday 9 a.m pacific standard time is gonna now be this i really don't care about it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be 45 minutes according to twitch anyway according to twitch I mean, it's, 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 right. it's basically an estimate but you know it's, it's, it's nice to dream yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna when we get to our talking points, we're gonna get some E three predictions from Stealth because I'm I'm excited to uh, not that I haven't seen most of them on Twitter already, but we're gonna yeah you've seen quite a few, but yeah. I'll, I I might give you something good. All right, excellent, excellent. So anyway, remember the main thing here is that if you want to watch the presentation, it is at nine a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's twelve uh, p.m. Eastern. And I will, I'm taking the day off. I'm going to probably be live on Twitch the entire day, Tuesday, uh, just covering everything that we're seeing at E3. So if you, as will I, I will, I took three days off for E3. Nice. Just to sit at home and watch it. Awesome. I have my priorities straight. That's right, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so if you guys want to be able to like, you can even come watch with me in uh, and be in chat. We can talk about it, uh, kind of react together, whatever. Twitch.tv slash N64Josh. I will be live pretty much the whole day. I might stop to eat a couple times, but um, eating is for the week. That's true. That's true. 
Maybe we'll just skip eating. Who knows? Um, Konami's website has two unannounced Switch titles listed. Um, one, it says a compilation game. The other says action adventure game. I'm saying that we're getting two more Bombermans. I don't know. What do you think? Um, well, this is all, all I, I've mentioned this on Twitter, um, but I, I pretty much know for a fact that Konami's working on a PS4, Switch, Xbox One, Castlevania game. Oh, so I'm 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 ninety five percent sure one of those action adventure games is that. And then maybe uh, compilation is uh, Metal Gear. Could be Metal Gear. Could be Castlevania again. You know, either way, it'll be pretty interesting. Yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting. And I mean, can Konami make a good new game? I guess that's kind of the question. too. That, that, that's a million dollar question. Unless it's a pachinko machine. I'm not really sure. <laughs> You're not the first person I've heard say that. <laughs> All right. Here's something I know nothing about. Pokemon. Pokemon's president has recently uh, was recently interviewed by Famitsu. New Pokemon will be in the core game in 2019. You're kidding. A new Pokemon's coming out? It's crazy, right? This is breaking it's news. It's so unusual. Yeah. So that leads everybody to think this is Gen 8. I don't even really know what that means other than, you know, what I assume it's the eighth generation, of course. But does each... You get to you get to help me with some Pokemon stuff here. The very first one, Gen 1, was the second series of games. Gen 2 is the core games are always like this is basically Pokemon no, 8. No. Okay. No. See, I need a little I need a little help here. So basically what people consider next gen Pokemon games are if they include brand new Pokemon. That that's basically uh, okay. what people will tell you. I see. Okay, there we go. See, I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. This I'm I'm diving into this new Pokemon when it comes out. So I'm I'll be. I'll be it, it is in. it is. You know, I'll say it right now. I think Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee will sell more than the game in 2019. I don't think you're wrong, man. I mean, 800 million people have downloaded the yeah. uh, the Go the Pokemon but, Go, but the one coming in 2019. Yeah, that that should be very, very good. Someone in chat just says I'm a fake gamer girl. <laughs> I just don't know Pokemon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, but yeah, I mean, it's honestly just a little side note. The Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Having is basically having that app be a, a an advertisement for these Switch games brilliant brilliant like fire up your and i'm wondering if uh you know if that special po you know the special pokemon they mentioned in the trailer that's in the little present or whatever i wonder if that pokemon isn't going to be like shaped like a switch or something that would just you know point more people to to the console well they did say it would be a brand new pokemon that special one that's coming to Let's go. Maybe it has removable joy cons and everything, it, you know, like <laughs> who, I don't know. I, I just was thinking, I'm like there, if anything they can do to get people thinking about or point them to the switch that many people on, you know, I don't know how many are still playing it, of course, but I mean, 
it, it got a lot of people interested again as soon as they mentioned these games. I've heard multiple people say, "Oh, I started playing Pokemon Go again." <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot, I saw a lot of that too. Yeah. So, okay. Lastly, for news here, if you're going to E3, make sure that you have your Switch out and you're playing while you're standing in line or just like have it out while you're walking around, whatever, because there is a chance if someone from Nintendo sees you playing, they will give you a limited edition pin. So, and if you get an extra one, I, I can let you know where to send it. Just, just throw, and make sure that you there. don't get trampled running to Nintendo's booth. That is also very true. Very true. Because that has really good Black Friday potential for a virtual for a good trampling. It does, actually. Yeah. Be safe. Be safe out there, kids. So all right. Well, hey, let's move into our talking points. Okay, stealth. I know we've seen the tweets, but seen them. E three predictions, man. E three predictions. How many do you want? Just hit us with some hit us with uh, three or four. Just real 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 juicy ones though. Um, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe will be announced for Switch. That is that is one prediction. I like it. Um, we will see the tales of JRPG that Namco has been working on. We will see that on Switch. Um, we will see most of the Smash Brothers roster at E3. And my final one is the Treehouse. Mm-hmm. We'll have one new game announcement every day. Oh, okay, okay. So let's uh, let's backtrack a little bit. How do you if if you're right about the the 2D Mario? Mm-hmm. You think we see that game before Mario Maker? Yeah. Um, from what I know. New Super Mario Brothers U is actually finished. It's done. Oh, they're 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 just looking to slot it into a month, basically a free month. <laughs> it could come out this year. Could could come out early next year. But that game is done. So it's not really a prediction if I know it. But I'll, I'll I'll just I mean I don't know if it'll be at E three, but you know I would love to see it. It's a great game. It's a really, I mean, it's probably the best in the new series, I think, anyway. So, oh, for sure. And if it comes with the Luigi expansion pack, has a few new characters and a few new modes, that's pretty compelling. You know what I would love to see with the deluxe version is the uh, Peach expansion pack as well. I think that would really complete that, uh, complete the package. And then we could play it like Super Mario Bros. 2. It would have the whole, the, the whole gang could be there, you know? It would, yeah, that is true. <laughs> So that would be pretty sweet. Um, let's talk Smash roster. Who are some of the characters you think we're going to see from uh, uh, from first party that would be new? So I I think about Smash very logically. So you're not going to get Shrek. You're not going to get Goku for me. Um, first party wise, I think we see Decidueye from Pokemon who was from the last-gen Pokemon games, the most popular Pokemon from that generation, Decidueye. Um, Grass Pokemon fits. Um, I think we will see... I was shocked we didn't get an Inkling as DLC in the Wii U game. That was shocking. So seeing them in this one is no surprise. Um, I think we're going to see an ARMS character, probably Springman. That's very obvious to me. Um, We're going to see Springman. Um, 
I, I think we're going to see Rex and Pyra together. In terms of old characters coming back, I think we're going to get Ice Climbers. I think we're going to get Snake. I think both of them are coming back. Um, and in terms of third party, oh, and I also think we're probably going to get a new Zelda character. I think for Donkey Kong, we're either going to get DK or uh, no, we're either going to get Dixie or K. Rule. Mm. Um, I've heard, I've heard that there's a very real possibility that Ridley could actually be playable in this Smash game. And I know that rumor is there every, literally every Smash game, but you know, I'd, I'd like to believe it. Um, in terms of third-party characters, I don't think we're going to get that that many new ones. I think all the ones from Wii U are coming back. Um, I do think we will see Simon Belmont. I think Simon is pretty much a lock. Um, and but in terms of other third-party characters, I'd love to see Professor Layton represented. You know, I think level five should have a character. I don't think any Western character has any chance of ever getting into Smash. I just don't. Um, oh, you don't like my theory of a Fortnite character getting in? No, I don't. I kind of want to shut this off now that you told me. <laughs> and I mean, stealth is triggered. I'm going to end yeah, this that, one alone. That, yeah, that would. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. You think it would be bad? I do. To have a, the hottest game out right now to have a character represented in Smash? Yeah, I do. Like, tell me, I want to hear, I want to hear why. Um, well, because Smash, and the whole point of Smash is to get iconic characters who are close to Nintendo. Yeah. That's the game. And it's just, you know, you open that door then it's not smash it's not smash anymore it's a commercial at that point yeah yeah no i get you that's the same thing kirby geek kept saying to me like there's nobody there's nobody iconic from fortnite it's not like there's it's not like there's a character that people are drawn to it's just a bunch of random skins so agreed makes it, it makes sense um so you had put out a tweet about about uh, smash being a being a new game being a port and it, yeah, really, it really got me thinking about like this i really don't care which one it is yeah i'm i mean it, it, it could be the smash bot it could be a new box and you open it up and there's a piece of inside i'm gonna buy three of them just, just for that box <laughs> okay fair enough <laughs> so <laughs> what was i saying again oh yeah smash so if I'm I'm of the mind that they're like, hey, look, we're not going to do a whole lot to smash from uh, from Wii U to switch except like we, here's the game. But it, 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 that that's the base They're They're going to build upon that. Yeah. You have four years to now polish. It's like basically they, they gave them they gave them smash uh, from the Wii U and said, polish this for the next four years. Add the characters you want, get the moves the way, you know, because listening, I mean, if you've, I just, I've been listening to blood, sweat and pixels this week. And like, when you hear the stories of game development, like it comes down to the wire every single time. So I, I feel like they were like, here, here's four more years. Don't George Lucas this thing. Okay. Make it good. And 
that that's what I think. I think we are going to get the my predictions. We're going to get the most polished smash to date. I think so too. I think it's going to be so good. I think Nintendo knows exactly what they have. I, I, yeah, exactly. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. So, what would make your E three from Nintendo? So I take this question to mean what would get me to scream like a little girl? Yes, at the screen. Um, and I think. And, and I know the answer is Animal Crossing for a lot of people um, in terms of a first party game that they really want to see so badly. For me, if I saw a new if I saw a new Advance Wars, <laughs> I would I would lose it. I would really lose it because I know I'm going to see Fire Emblem there. I know Fire Emblem is going to be there. Yeah, for sure. We're going to we're, we're going to see that. Otherwise, I would have said Fire Emblem. Now, this isn't an E3 question. I just want to know, how do you think Nintendo is doing this year compared to last year? Honestly, I think they're doing just as well. They aren't doing worse. They aren't doing particularly better. Um, They're just kind of maintaining Switch's epic run. I, I agree. I agree. It doesn't it hasn't. I haven't had that feeling of like, man, there's not anything to play. It's the complete opposite of the Wii U, basically. Which, I, I agree. They they definitely know what they're doing. I mean, they they took a lot of lessons from that. They took a lot of lessons from what made 3DS so successful, and they put it into this. Yeah, it's... <laughs> they were able to, like you said, they took everything that they've learned from the 3DS, like the best, you know, one of their best systems of all, like of all time, as far as sales, especially the, the original DS and, and then everything that was great about the, everything that was great about the Wii U, which was the software the first party software we're we're getting it. And, and I love that they're just sprinkling it in. I mean, and then we're still getting some new, I mean, they promised new IP at the beginning of the year. Sushi strikers coming out this week. What'd you think of that game? It's by the way? coming out. Some, it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I, I have been touting that game since it got revealed. I've been trying to explain to people that this developer is not just some random indie studio who hasn't done anything. They actually have a pretty good pedigree of some awesome titles. Um, they're basically a Nintendo second party. Mm. You know, they, they they pretty much only do Nintendo games. But I am quite looking forward to it. Yeah, same here. Same here. It's uh, it's it's pretty awesome. So, well, hey, we're about to put a uh, a bow on this thing, but I'm gonna do a quick giveaway. It's our hundredth episode, so. We got to celebrate. So I'm, I'm doing, uh, we're going to give away a couple of eShop cards and then I'm going to buy somebody a copy of Mario Tennis Aces because, you know, this is. Why don't you have Rafi Nadal buy someone? That, you know, that's a, that's a good idea. Speaking of, what'd you think of that? Uh, what'd you think of that tennis trailer that came out today? Well, I have a unique perspective on that because I actually work with companies to create advertisements. Like that's my job. Okay. You know, I'm in market research. I help them optimize ads. I help them build ads. Um, so, and I actually looked right away to see if my company had worked on that. 
Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. But we do work with we actually do work with with Nintendo quite a bit. I work with Nintendo quite a bit. Okay. Um, but I thought that was a really really good trailer. That was super good. You know, it, it hit all the right notes. I felt bad for Mario. First, Peach takes off with the takes off with the hat at the end of Odyssey, <laughs> and then and then he loses the tennis match. Well, I mean, Peach at the end of Odyssey decided that she wants to, and spoiler alert, <laughs> she wants to be a, a single woman. She she does not want to be tied down right now. And and that's fair. Maybe, you know, in 25 years, you know, she'll, she'll, want, she'll want to settle down. When Mario's like 99. Oh, uh, he's, 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 he's eternal. That's true. That's true. Kirby Geek says she don't, Kirby Geek says she don't need no man. <laughs> But uh, the best part of that trailer for me was when Mario signed his uh, his like signature where he drew his hat. And that was good. And the squeaks were the sound. That's actually how Miyamoto signs. Really? And yeah, like he'll do like little drawings like that with, with his name. The the squeaks the pen made were the first notes from Super Mario Brothers. I was like, that is amazing. That is so good. There was a lot of attention to detail in that. So good. So, all right, guys, we're going to do the uh, the giveaway now. If you want to be entered to win, all you got to do is type the word Mario in uh, in the chat right now. Type Mario. So if you type Mario, you will be entered. Go ahead and type Mario, everybody. Oh, yeah, there we go. All right. Just a, a few more, a few more seconds here. A few more seconds, man. Thank you for taking the time to uh, come hang out with me on such short notice. I messaged you yesterday. I was like, are you going? This to was extremely short notice. So short. Notice. Yeah. That, that was not the follow up I was expecting. He's like, are you going to E3? And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, do you want to come to my podcast? I'm like, okay, why not? Yeah. I was like, sweet. Okay, so the first giveaway, this is going to be a $10 eShop card. Here we go. First one is Ninja Yoshi. Right on. Right on. Okay. Let's see. We're going to uh Congratulations Ninja Yoshi. We're going to do another one here. Here we go. The next one. Uh, wait, hold on. You have to wait. I'm putting my name in. Okay, yeah, do it. Next one is uh so just type type Mario again if you want to be entered, guys. Type Mario. I'm just kidding. I... Okay, here we here we go. Hey, there we go. Starshine ninety two. You also win a ten dollar eShop card. All right, we're gonna. I wanna. I wanna. We're gonna reset everything here. All right, we're gonna reset it, and then we're gonna have everybody type mario again in just a second here i just want to make sure that you, you, you have to type mario's first and last name first, and middle name yes first and last name exactly so all right go ahead and type mario once again guys everybody in chat type mario here we go type mario because everyone knows from the movie he's mario mario that's right that that 
that movie's like 25 or something now. Like, yeah, it's pretty old. Yeah, pretty old. But it, but it's still like one of the greatest movies of all time. I mean, it should have won an Oscar that year. <laughs> I think those those were rose tinted glasses. That those weren't 3D glasses you were wearing. Those were those were rose tinted glasses. All right, guys, here we go. We're gonna roll it right now. The winner is here we go for Mario Tennis Aces. Kirby, how does she win everything? I swear, I don't, I have no control over this. It is completely random. (laughs) Congratulations, Kirby. I don't know, guys. I have no clue. I have no clue. I don't, I I have no clue. So congratulations, Kirby. Awesome, guys. Well, Stealth, thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight, man. I it was really, my pleasure. We'll have to do it again. I Yes, absolutely, dude. Why don't you uh, go ahead and tell us where we can find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at stealth with three underscores. I'm usually the guy creating lots of controversy and tweeting about Nintendo. <laughs> but I wouldn't have it any other way. That's right. That's right. Awesome. Guys, you're going to find me on Twitter at N64Josh. You can follow this podcast at NPowerCast. The show notes for this episode will be n64josh.com slash NPC100. If you want to email the show, you've got a question, concern, comment, whatever. NPC at n64josh.com. Remember, audibletrial.com slash NPC is where you can get yourself a free book from Audible and help support this show. Guys, I do have a Patreon. You go to patreon.com slash n64josh. You get an extra podcast for a dollar a month. You can go check it out. There's a bunch of tiers there, a bunch of different content available. And lastly, we got we got some pretty killer Nintendo Power t-shirts, Nintendo PowerCast t-shirts, n64josh.com slash store. Now, here's the most important stuff. Come hang out with us in the Discord. If you're looking for people to play Street Fighter, Smash Bros, Mario Kart, Mario Tennis when it comes out, uh, whatever you want to talk Pokemon you want to talk E3 come hang out in the discord it's a great time n64josh.com slash discord come hang out it's a safe place we, we there's nice people there I promise I promise lastly if you have a second and you can rate and review on iTunes I would greatly greatly appreciate it we are so close to being a five star podcast so if you like the show and you listen on iTunes, you have a sec. It, I would I would be in your deck. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure my appearance pushes it over the top. <laughs> you are not wrong, my friend. You are not wrong. So everybody in chat, Mr. Gamer, Mr. Cool Red Luigi, Pudding, Nightcrawler, Fighting King, uh, Smash Bros. NS, Yikum, Twin World, looks like Blaine, Xeno Emblem, Joel, Leprechaun, Kirby, Meggie, Hyrulean Julian, uh, Austin, everybody that's hanging out with us tonight. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening to this, guys. If you're just listening to the audio version, you are awesome. And we will see you next week for probably like we we thought there was hype in this show. Wait till next week. It's going to be absolutely out of control. I'm promising you there's going to be more than more than two podcasts next week. So um, we will see you guys Tuesday all day long. Twitch.tv slash N64 Josh. See you guys later. Bye now.
Bye.